Good evening and welcome to Know Your Purpose. I am Dr. Stacey Venable and tonight we have a fantastic guest on for you tonight. Someone that has been out in the community and just doing great work and we just wanted to uh, highlight her tonight and all the works that she's doing. But before we get started, of course, audience, audience, we want to throw out a disclosure. disclosure. These are our thoughts, our opinions and our conversation. Um, she's going to be highlighting a lot of great things that's going on in the community. And we just want to make sure that we want to make sure that everybody's being embraced with informative information. And that's that's our goal tonight, to just bring informative informa information to the community. So let's welcome Fel Miss Felicia Grant Hopkins. How are you tonight? I am doing really well. I'm excited. I'm honored to be here with you, Stacey. It has been it has been a pleasure to uh, work alongside of you in a few things as as we have. And I was just talking to you before we came on air. Um, I think I was saying I had met you maybe in 2019 is when I think I first crossed paths with you um, yes. over doing some work at the Boys and Girls Club. And it's and I've, I've been watching you. And it's been phenomenal watching you. Um, great pillar of, of the society and the things that you do. You embrace them very well. Um, and that's where I wanted to start at. Just giving us a little bit about what you Oh, I can hear you a little bit. Um, I'm you can so sorry. A little bit. Maybe we can get a little closer. Can you hear me now? I can hear you really good now. Yeah. So me yes, I know that I'm, I'm really excited because we did meet back in 2019. Um, I was an advisor at that point for um, the Keystone that they had in Edgewood. And so we worked with, you know, a few group of young people. They were dynamic young people. Uh, we did a health fair with them. We took them to different programs in the community. They were fantastic. And uh, that's kind of where I kind of started to get my start with uh, working in the community. So I'm just honored to be here with you tonight and, you know, just have this conversation with you. Stacy. I, I remember working with you with um, the Orange event that they had for moms of uh, uh, Moms Demand Action. There, and I think there was uh, maybe one other thing, but I just can't remember offhand. Let me but, tell you, it's been uh, a lot, it's been a lot that's going on since 2019. Oh, um, yeah. It's been, you know, right. It's been a lot that's happened since that time. So um, I'm just glad to just to be able to sit here with you on today and see how you have grown and how the Lord has used your vessel and other areas of the vineyard, you know, because it, it takes a village to be able to not only do outreach, but to be able to be effective with our outreach to our community. So I commend you as well for where you are right now. I thank you. And I, I'm humbled by it. I just, I literally um, just talked to my son the other day and he was like, mom, I don't I don't know how you do it. I said, I give all honor. I give all honor to God because it's without him, we can't do anything. There is no vessel Absolutely. that will work and operate. Um, sometimes I work myself a little too hard, um, but I know it's for a purpose. And that's why this show, Know Your Purpose, came to my heart and it allowed me to lead. Because mm -hmm. I believe everybody was was born with a purpose. It's just you finding yes. your purpose, staying within your purpose. But those are the same things that God wants from us, just to be obedient and stay within in the parameters and his will and in his way. So I, I literally... Um, had to re remind myself um, what my purpose was. And that's why this show was uh, was highlighted. Then I started looking around, not only just in Hartford County, but just like all over, not looking for just women, but just looking for people that wanted to be highlighted and share their purpose and how, they, how they're driving in the community. So that was one of the things. And the other day I was looking and I'm not on Facebook as much. Uh, my son usually runs all of that. 
And I went on there and I saw that you had won this award. And I was like, oh my God, her picture is just radiant. And I said, I have got her on this show to let her know that sometimes people don't pay attention to all the works, but the good works that you do. And I believe you told us that that was a citizen award. Yeah, it was, I was nominated by um, a member of Omega Sci-Fi Fraternity and it was called the Citizen of the Year Award. Citizen of the Year. I, I had to yeah, get that right. I was right. pretty shocked. I, I listen, and, and it, it couldn't have went to a better person. It, it couldn't have went to a better person. Um, you've always been so diligent in everything that you that you've done. Um, I know you have moved on from the factor of the Keystone. Can you tell us what you're doing now? Oh my goodness. <laughs> well, you know, just working with the young people, um, Stacy. Uh, just coming in at that point of working with Keystone, um, off and on through my entire life, I've always either worked with young people mm -hmm. or worked serving somewhere. You know, my father being a bishop in Philadelphia and a pastor, I'm, I, I'm raised as a pastor's child. Oh. And um, we were groomed to serve. Mm -hmm. From my very foundation, we were groomed to serve. And it's no different for my life right now. And as you were saying, you know, we know our purpose, you know, from a very young child, I felt different from everybody else, but I always felt committed to help and serve. So my life right now and the trajectory where it's taken me, where God has taken me is all enveloped in from when I was a little child mm -hmm. to me being an adult to who I am right now is all based on where God has brought me. So even um, my, uh, my other memory of the work that I'm doing right now, um, from Keystone to uh, partnering, I was the campaign manager for Andre Johnson. Yes, um, I think we, we worked alongside each other with that one as well. I think that was the second one that we worked we worked with. We were putting together a, a campaign something for him as well at the Boys and Girls Club. I think we yes, we, we a were doing bit. a health fair. Health fair. Um, like and, I said, and, for the fog brain here, a lot has gone on since then. So uh, with that, and that was just based out of a need because I heard I was at one of their campaign rallies mm -hmm. and I heard some of the great needs that Edgewood needed and the fact that we didn't go out there and vote as much as mm -hmm. the other, um, like Bel Air, North Hartford, Abingdon. But the residents in Edgewood, there, there are more residents in Edgewood than there are in any part of the county, but we vote less. Mm -hmm. And so that sparked my servant heart again. There's got to be something we can do. So that's kind of how I got into working with some of the other aspiring politicians at that time, along with Andre Johnson. Um, from there, I went into working with Sickle Cell. My daughter was on, nominated on their board, sat in one of their meetings, Stacy, and I listened to the concerns and I was just like, wait a minute, I can't just get up and walk away and act mm -hmm. like I didn't hear any of these things. Yeah. I got to do something. Yes. And so even though you can't, one person can't do everything, mm -hmm. I do believe with my whole heart one person can do something. We all oh, can one person can make a difference. Things. I believe that too. I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Um, going back and right there, looking at Martin Luther King, you know, one person can can drive a whole nation to do. It is possible. I believe it's possible. Yes. And so from sickle cell 
you know, just being able to be on the the Hartford County Caucus of African American Leaders. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Just being able to help with different projects. I've worked with Dr. John Sampson. He's an anesthesiologist that lives in Habit of Grace. And um, he is a doctor at Johns Hopkins. And I was able to rally up some young people with me and Bonita Holland to be able to bring them into places that they had never been before. And some places I had never been before. Wow. That's, but yeah. I'm always up for the challenge. I, I You know, when, when one thing begins to spiral into another, Mm-hmm. You know, it sparks a fire in you, especially if it's something that God has really put in your heart to do. Right, right. And so even right now, how I got to the health department, they were in need of community health workers. And I really wasn't sure what that was, mm-hmm. but I saw the um, announcement. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest with you, Stacey, I was not going to apply. Okay, I saw it there for about a month. I looked at it and then I got a phone call from a community leader and said, Felicia, I think that you should apply for this position. And at that time, I was going through a very hard spot. I had not been employed for about three years. So look at this. I was working in the community, trying to be employed other places and couldn't get a job. You know, wow. so that's a whole nother story, honey. That's a story of, you know, that's a story that needs to be told. I, I, I literally said, I sat with some females just a couple of days ago and um, they were like, you know, when are you going to write your book? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I don't know, because it's like a tell all type story. And one of the young ladies, one of my elders looked over at me and she took my hand and she said, always remember this book is not just for your purpose. It's, to, it's, it's for others. So yeah, your story needs because you know a lot Money. of people don't realize how much we that we give back to to the community and we do it so unselfishly. We just give, unselfishly. give, unselfishly, and that's one of the things you just you know it just touched my heart when you just said that. Like three years and 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 and, it, and I and I I've known you throughout those three years and 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 just the love that you've always brought even when you stepped in the room and 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 still just done that just just because this is the way God has designed you that's and that's commendable see, right i there. have to say this you know when you have a passion in your heart and God has assigned you to a certain work it's not about the money that's although right. an income is important that's right you know he prepared me way back in my 30s for a time such as this Mm. showed me this. He showed me, he showed me in my brain. I kept on seeing it mm-hmm. and I didn't know how to get it out of my head. Mm. I didn't know how the pieces were going to come together, but God knew. And so when people look at me now, they see mm. the confidence, but they don't understand the journey that it took for me to get here. They wouldn't walk in these shoes if they knew what I had to do, what God was calling me to do back in those days to get to me where I am right now. So I, I, yes, I had I to go in those rooms and smile on my face. Oh. I had to go in there sometimes. I didn't have no money in my pocket, but let me tell you something, God provided and he kept on encouraging me. Even when it was dark, I kept moving forward. I kept showing up. I kept building up my best. And it wasn't because of the people, Stacy. It was because God said let and me tell you, he says in his word that he will he will supply all of our needs, you know, and, and I, I am a soul believer of that. And and I, I've had this I've had this driven in me for a long time. And a lot of the ways I went the wrong way and then I've came back onto the right way. 
And I've, what I've grown to know as being 48 years old with, with raising kings of my own, I was never on the right. I was never on the wrong road. I was always on the right road, but I was just looking for the right journey to mm. go. And it's always been instilled in me to to work in the community and, and give as much as I can. But sometimes you have to take a backup and a breather and say, hey, God, I'm coming back before you again. Where do you want to use me now? Mm -hmm. um, because I was a real big, I was big in the community. I was big into doing a lot. Mm -hmm. And um, God has a way of showing up in your life and sitting you down and, and, and revamping you. Um, I speak about it wholeheartedly everywhere. Um, I had a heart attack and that's what really took me out of commission yes, for a while. Yes. Um, and, but when I had it, I was selfish because I wanted, I went into that. Why is me? And I heard God say, before I went into the operating room, why not you, mm -hmm. you know? And mm -hmm. it made me start looking at everything differently. It made me understand that it's not what I want to do. It's what he wants me to do. And I lost a lot of people along the way. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I said, that's okay. I've gained, I've gained some wonderful people, but I lost a lot of people along the way. And sometimes you just have to sit down quietly. And I did that. I did that for the last two years. I've sat quietly because I just need to hear a word from him. I was hearing mm -hmm. a word from everybody. Miss Felicia, I'm telling you, when I tell you, I was hearing words from everybody. Um, and sure. it, wasn't, it wasn't it wasn't a bad thing because, you know, hey, we want you on your on our team because I, I like you. I show up to do the work. I show up to work. I'm going to work until the day is done. Um, mm -hmm. But I, I, I wasn't hearing from God. I wasn't hearing from him. And mm -hmm. I think the reason why I wasn't hearing from him, because I was so busy. We have to be careful using that busy word. Yeah. We have to be careful because when we get so busy, most of the time we get so busy, we forget about why we're truly serving and why we're really truly out there and why we're truly active. We, we mm -hmm. forget about that. So it's just, it's just a blessing to know that you have moved forward and you, every, this, every time I've seen you, it's you, you would never know. You would never know throughout that you've always smiled. You always had a beautiful personality. So sometimes us as women, and I'm not going to just say African-American women, I'm going to say women. We sure. wear, I was so happy. I know it sounds crazy. You being in the health profession. I mean, I was happy when COVID came because I was able to finally wear that mask to where no one, I could take two years off from somebody really knowing the pain that I had endured throughout the, 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 the couple of years, um, losing loved ones, losing friends and, mm -hmm. and just trying to find my way. I was happy mm -hmm. to put a mask on. I was happy. And sometimes yeah. when, you know, when I don't want to have people see what's going on behind my smile, I throw that mask back on just because it gives me that moment of freedom. To yeah. Breathe. If, if it allowed a, a lot of us to be able to reset ourselves. Mm -hmm. you know, and I have so, done that. I have done mm -hmm. just that. I've reset. You know what? We it's nothing wrong with resetting and revamping. You know, I tell I tell my sons all the time: don't stay stagnant. Nothing grows in stagnancy. But it's okay to rebuild. But understand when you rebuild, you're taking up something called time. So if we can do it the right way, let's try to do it the right way the first time. But don't be defeated in the fact of the matter that maybe that wasn't your right time. You know, mm -hmm. that's not what God wanted for you. So I see that God has built up all kinds of ways and avenues within you. Tell us a little bit about what you're doing at the health department since you've made your journey over there. 
So the health department has been such a blessing. It, it has allowed my life at this point to become full circle. Um, I came in and I'm still a CHW, which is a community health worker. We came in um, in the beginning, me and um, another coworker, her name is Michelle Peterson, to be able to bring education and um, build up um, the need for uh, vaccinations in our community. But at the same time, when we were sat down, um, Dr. Bashai, who was the present health officer at that time, let us know that we also need to create some programs to for to address health disparities and public health um, in Hartford County. Um, he literally, Stacey, just gave us like a piece of paper with things that we had to earmark and include. Okay. And so he kind of set us on our way. And so we realized, and I realized that um, we couldn't be everywhere. We were already hitting the pavement to go to churches um, with vaccinations and drive-throughs. We had to create a community advisory board with community leaders and elected officials and church members, CBOs, which is community-based organizations. And so that was my wheelhouse. That was all what I enjoyed doing. So mm -hmm. We, it was a written in our grant that we had to have these meetings and address and find out what they wanted to address and how they wanted to address the community and what we as the health department can do. So we meet monthly with our stakeholders. We've created programs where we go out in the community monthly and we hold events. Like, um, for example, we did, um, we had Chef Catherine Brown. We did, um, Crock Crock Throwdown. We've done dinner and a book. We've had special guests come on a podcast because we realized because we can't reach everybody at one time, we created a bi-weekly broadcast, which you, we had talked about offline, um, which we bring on experts that talk about our health issues and our public health issues, like the high need to know our A1C with diabetes, mm -hmm. um, the cancer Mm -hmm. um, uh, colon cancer, uh, hypertension, mm -hmm. and some other things that are killing us or putting us in the hospital in the ER as African-Americans or as people of color here mm -hmm. in Hartford County. So we've created, you know, those monthly broadcasts. We even started doing out of a high need of the mental health as we were going in the community. Mm -hmm. People were asking us, can you just address what's going on in my home? you know, with my daughter, with my son. Uh, we did a survey with some young people and one of the young men put on the survey, I just want to talk about what's going on with my dad. Wow. And it almost broke my heart. I was just, I was flabbergasted. I said, we have to do something. So we created a program called the Youth Symposium, I, you, we matter, I, we, you matter, Youth Symposium, where we brought them to the Epic Center in Aberdeen and we spent the whole night loving on those young people, wow, um, separating them from the boys to the girls. We right. just did the young ladies November 18th. And both of those became very successful because mm. of the outreach we were allowed to do. So um, December 30th, I, I think that I just shared with you yes. that um, we're doing Snacks and Facts. And that addresses social, emotional learning, the importance to reading to our children. Mm -hmm. Everybody that comes to our events knows that they walk away with not just a little trinket, but they get some very nice gifts. And the reason why we do that is because, first of all, we can. 
And mm-hmm. second of all, you are worth that investment. Absolutely. So people have walked away with crockpots, fitness watches. They walked away with self-care kits. This time they'll walk away with a, a, an author, a book, and, and something to eat, you know, and resources that address health in our community. So being at this particular job and doing this work is just like a dream fulfilled. But mm-hmm. I, I, we haven't even scratched the surface. There's so many things that I see God is going to do through us, through this department. So that's just a little bit. But they can find that information. I know that you would ask me, but they can find that information on the Hartford County Health page mm-hmm. on Facebook or on the web page on the HartfordCountyHealth.com. And we will be highlighting that as well um, on our pages and, and, and as we... Uh, have scripts and things running down the bottom of uh, uh, scrolls down the bottom. We're going to be highlighting those things. Um, we would love to take the initiative. I think we were just talking off air. We're going to start posting some of the flyers on our websites as well, um, just to get the message out. Um, I'm just want to tell you that I've been a little illiterate to the fact of the matter that I didn't even know that all of those things were going on over at the health department. And I think that's one of the biggest issues here, not only just here in Harford County, but one of the biggest issues, um, we face as a community is sometimes, you know, not knowing, not knowing um, where to go and who to find and things of that nature. What other things do you think as you've been in the crossroads of working with the youth and also with the, with, with adults um, in this healthcare factor, what, what other issues do you think that we're facing right now here? I want to be, I want to, I want to be very, very uh, political here um, in Harford County. What do you, what do you think? Just your own opinion. We're owning this tonight. What do you think some of our other crossroads are? Okay, so that's a loaded question. And you know that, Stacey. Good grief. It is a loaded question, but I was just trying (laughs) to see where else. we. So I'm going to attempt to answer this the best I can because you never know who's watching. But I'll just start with here. I believe that the youth is where we always need to be. Um, because they are our next charter. They are our next. And this, and I've been working with not just youth, but I've been working with the Gen X team. So I've been working with those guys. I've been working with the 18 to 32 around that time, that age. I used to work with all youth. I think I remember telling you that way back when. Um, but I've been working with that Gen X team and, and I've just been kind of listening to what they need and trying to just meet them at their needs. So that's why the question came about. So there are so many different programs that Hartford County has to offer. And as you said, people just need to know where to look. And it's not so much that the people that are offering these programs don't want people there. It's just sometimes um, our groups can be so fragmented, Mm -hmm. for lack of a better word, that um, there's a group here, there's a group there, there's a group over here doing really good, but no one kind of comes together to do it, you know, Mm -hmm. um, to partner. Well, I'm all about partnering. Um, We've reached out to sororities, we've reached out to fraternities, other different organizations and churches. And it's so important that if you have information to know that if you feel confident in the calling that you're doing, 
that mm-hmm. you won't mind sharing. Sharing it, yes. And yes, then yes. you won't mind including other people mm-hmm. because even if what I'm doing is similar, it's not the same. And mm-hmm. your neck of the vineyard is not the same as my neck of the vineyard. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very transparent. You can find information from other people that I know of and have sent me things. You can find it right on my Facebook page. Mm-hmm. You know, And if you ask me, I will tell you about it. Um, because I feel like this, I don't have all the answers, right? Right. But you can go somewhere else and hear something that I have to say, Mm -hmm. but then you can go somewhere else and feel like this person connects with me more. Isn't that still getting the work of God done? That's still getting the word out. The mission is still being accomplished. The mission is still being accomplished. So My son son is when, when he's on his social media, the first thing he always tells me, mom, you know, make sure you tell people to like, love and subscribe, you know, and, and he said, that's very important. It doesn't cost anything for us to share dialogue and information, especially important information. And nowadays everybody's on social media. Um, a couple of months ago, we we were doing an event and we went to hang something. I sent one of uh, one of our uh, one of my employees to hang some flyers. And the lady's like, oh, we don't hang flyers anymore. You can just put that on social media. And mm. I was like, well, what about the older population who doesn't? Or what about you even have some people who just don't agree, you know, but mm. they have even moved cross lines of even posting Flyers. I remember we used to go. We used to go to the post office in Edgewood all the time, and I used to always look at the flyers because it was a whole bunch of them. And I just happened to visit that post office. I'm not. I don't live in Edgewood anymore, but I just happened to visit that post office. I went to look for that board, and that board is gone. So I'm thinking, how are we sharing information? You know, Mm -hmm. we have to do that. And and, and, Mm then I, I, if I stand in something and I believe in something, I'm sharing it. I'm sharing. Absolutely, I feel the same way. If I know about it and then sometimes, you know, if I overlook to do it and then I find out about it, I will still share it with whoever I can share it with. But Mm -hmm. we have to be of the mindset that whatever God has called you to, Mm -hmm. that you can feel confident in the fact that he's going to lead you the rest of the way and that you don't have to shy away from partnering. No, you don't have to shy away from that. You don't have to shy away from getting the information out to people. And um, I'm all about that. You can find it on my page if you want to go on there. Um, But right now, my um, area of influence is working in health and public health for the Minority Health Program. And another plug for that is that it was just named um, a Minority Health Program in 2021. We No, uh, 2022 of this year, March, excuse me, because there was not a program for minority health. And wow. it's not, it was not named that because um, the minority health program just wants to, you know, be divisive as some, you know, some people thought we were just mm-hmm. sort of like, why do you need a minority health program? Well, the statistics show that I guess the message isn't getting out there good enough for us mm-hmm. to be able to go to a doctor, care about our health the way that we really need to care about our health. And the numbers were so high that we had to create a program that was designated um, from people that look like us mm-hmm. absolutely, to be able to reach us culturally competent um, community health workers mm-hmm. in the community, sharing resources to be able to save many people alive as the book of Esther would talk about. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's like also, you know, you, you guys have the hardest job because you have to go through, first of all, you have to build up the trust for them to even want to even take that That's step to come. And a lot of people, and I am a rigid, I am, I am from Harford County, born and raised. 
And Edgewood is where I grew up. And I, I, I was in Edgewood all the way up until I was uh, almost, I think I was 39 when I left Edgewood, but Edgewood is still my home. Edgewood still always be dear and near to me. Um, Harford County will remain. I do everything in Harford County. Um, I do everything to highlight, but I also believe that Sometimes you have to look like the other person on the other hand that's giving you the information for this. And it's just all about building trust. Um, yes, and, and, building and, trust and we have, yeah, and we have low improv numbers there. And, you know, sometimes uh, my son says, you know, they're the forget about, they're the forget about land down there, but they're not. Mm -hmm. we, that's why it's so important for you and, and, and for this organization to bring forth great informative information. I think the more we put out, they will, they will come. Um, but again, starting to build up. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that you, you said a key word, building up the trust and you can't build out trust if you don't care. Mm -hmm. And if you don't care, you're not going to believe in the work that you're doing. And you absolutely thirdly need to be a very, um, persuasive mm -hmm. and um, educated um, communicator and all, all of those things, three things is very important. Caring, believing, and being a very good communicator in the community that helps to build up the trust. Mm -hmm. So, and very much being consistent too. Absolutely. And one thing that a lot of our people have lost. And you know, this just having just having someone to be accountable as well, you know, for what's going on. Sometimes, you know, you can see stuff going on and nobody has that accountability piece to bring forth great programs like you guys have done down there at the health department. And again, just me being naive to the fact that the matter that I don't work in the public sector as much as I used to. So I, 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 I'm just telling you right now, like just for me over here, I don't keep up on those things. You know, and I think that, that that does all of us disservices when we don't keep up, but we can keep up on all kinds of other things. Um, and one thing when I was out there in the political realm and in the uh, community, being a great listener is another way to advocate for people um, that are in need in general. Just sitting around listening to their stories and trying to see where, where their story can fit into my story and how we can make that story um Fit into the village that we're serving. Um, I was sitting at the bus stop a couple weeks ago, um, and I was out waiting on a friend. And the young lady uh, said, "It's so nice to have a bus terminal here in Edgewood." I'm like, "Yes," you know. She's like, it's, I, "I never thought it would come." And just sitting there listening to her story of how important it is that she can just sit there and wait for the bus and not be rained on or not be beat down by the sun. And because people don't understand that our mental health you know, is what plays a big factor as well. And Absolutely. I think we were talking about some of the mental uh, health, health and help that you guys are doing as well for the minorities. Can you talk a little bit about that? Yes. And even as I just stated, we do the youth symposium, but the next part is we're going to be partnering with um, the chosen Mount Zion church because um, the progression of what we were doing has to, all roads need to lead to, parents and caregivers yes. and our mental health. Yes. And so we'll be partnering with them. And so stay tuned for that um, as we bring our parents, caregivers together to talk about mental health as well. Um, it's a big factor. You know, mm -hmm. Stacy, as um, black and brown community, 
we have always been through different types of traumas and survival mm-hmm. mode, mm-hmm. even prior to the pandemic. Yes, ma'am. You know? So the pandemic just highlighted more of our survival skills. Yes. And all, what we have suffered, um, personal traumas, mm-hmm. collective traumas, and um, just different types of slow ongoing situations that we call normal. Mm-hmm. But aren't really normal. Yeah, we just we we have learned to normalize things that just should not be. But it comes back to the, uh, the fact of the matter of how we were raised, you know. And um, I one of one of my uh, guests on my show reminded me. I, I was saying generational curse, and she's like, "Don't say that anymore." So it was just the foundation that was laid for us. It was not a curse because we can break that. We can break that chain. And and then we have we've done great. We've done great strides in breaking it, but it's still. So so much out there. Yes. So again, I say the pandemic has really given us a catapult mm-hmm. to be able to bring our collective traumas to front and center and to effectively now deal with it. Absolutely. Again, God does all things well. And so along with what we know from our past, embracing what's happening in our present, and then looking forward to a future of better mental health for the black and brown community. It starts with us. We are not waiting for someone to come to our rescue. We are the rescue party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And we have educated doctors, um, psychologists, social workers, and different fields that are culturally competent to be mm-hmm. able to help us help each other. Mm-hmm. So that's where we are right now as far as mental health, collecting, researching, and then putting together the best product we can for our people. And I'm not just talking about us as African-Americans. I'm talking about all types of minorities. And that's the greatest thing because it comes a point in time, you know, where we have to learn to work together. Um, we have such a mixed culture lifestyle now, too. Um, and, 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 and we don't want to make, we want, we don't want to overlook anyone, of course, by no means do we want to overlook anyone, but we have to put the significance of where it is. And that's in our Brown and black community. We have to, we, we have to put it there. Um, my, my granddaughter is, is biracial and she always, she, she knows the difference, you know, she knows Mm -hmm. the difference and, and, but still, you know, she's still in the middle. So we have to make sure that even those that are in the middle, are cared for in every aspect because pretty soon that's just the way of the world. And that's kind of mm-hmm. how I explained to her, you know, that, 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 that there are things that have made us improv in, in, you know, in the Brown and black community. And there's other things that have, we have done within ourselves to not be uh, on the forefront. Um, and I think that cultivating everyone, giving everyone the great opportunity to endure into different programs that can help has over there because I, I, I know for a fact that there's many more programs there, but this in, in embodying someone to come to this program. And I remember, I don't know if you guys still do it at Health Park, but they used to have brochures all over the place, like in a little kiosk. You guys still have that? Yeah, so we definitely have brochures. And so every time Michelle and I are out in the community and we do an event or we are invited somewhere, um, we come representing the Minority Health Program, but we also represent the other programs the health department offers. And that like is so Megan's place. That is so important. One North Main 
they have dental services, there is a behavioral um, uh, clinic in Bel Air in the health department that people mm -hmm. don't know about. So we come out armed with the resources that I've given to us from the health department and where we partner with Upper Chesapeake Medical and other agencies that offer good programs. So when you see us, you can ask us for a different specialty and it's we probably will have that resource available. And so, that's what that's what I, that's what I was uh, the, the 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 wave of the conversation was going like it's just not a, a one stop stop a one shop stop thing with you guys. You guys come and 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 the biggest thing we need to do is bring informative information to the community. But I don't I, I want people to understand that you guys have a lot more to offer, so much more to offer. But these programs are so needed. Now, as far as people taking advantage of the programs, is this a program that, that's going to be ongoing, like longevity throughout the health department? So I pray it is. Me too. You know, we, we, we get grants for these things and they are specialized to now what we've created. So I hope and pray that it does have longevity, like the IU We Matter Youth Symposium and our monthly events. Um we are getting more people to participate because, of course, it took a while to pave mm -hmm. the road for mm -hmm. people to be able to come. And so now it's building momentum. But it takes people like you, Dr. Stacy, and other programs to begin to continue not only to highlight what we do, but to show up to the programs that we have to offer so they can also see not only is there a high need for this and it's needed, they're actually showing up and lives are being changed because of it. And also it takes more than me. It mm -hmm, takes more absolutely. than what Michelle and I can do as two community health workers. It takes all of us to be able to spread the information so we can better help and serve our community. Absolutely. Because I know within working, working with some grants myself, um, and, and, and if, you, if, they, if, if they aren't used and they're not effective, sometimes those grants go away. And that's one of the things I want to hammer home tonight in, in this in this uh, podcast show is that we need you guys. And I'm talking to the audience right now. We need you guys to utilize these programs because, again, I'm not speaking about just this one program at the at the health department, all programs that are grant funded. We need you guys to utilize them or they'll feel like that. We don't need them. That's right. Money and, and move on. And that money goes business. away, goes somewhere else. Right. So so tonight we and, and you're right, you know, um, I'm doing we're, we're doing our best in highlighting, but we still we need to show up. Um, we need to show up in, in grave numbers to because the more numbers you have, everything comes back down to numbers. Every everything comes back down to numbers. And right. and, and, and they're only going to allow these things, these grants and things of these natures to lay dormant for so long before they say, hey, well, you know, let's move on to something else. Well, we don't want here in Harford County. Uh, my us minority, we don't want y'all to move on to something else. We just want to right. be bigger and better, you know. Right. So that was, that was one of my main goals for highlighting. Because as I sat and started reading into different things, I'm like, wow, we need to not only just highlight her, but the work that she's doing within the community. But not only just the work that you do, but where you do it and how effective you are. So what's mm -hmm. coming next for the health department? I mean, I know you talked about the new the, the flyer here. Is there something else next that you guys have set in goldstone for? Ooh, yes, yes, yes. So um, first of all, I wanted to acknowledge the whole Harford County Health Department. Yes, team. thank you. Fantastic so, team. 
Population Health, shout out to that whole team out there. Um, my supervisor, Rania Nassar, she is the acting deputy director for Population Health. So it takes a team to make it effective. Teamwork makes the dream work. That is so true. That is so true. That saying will never get old. It won't because it's so true. It's so true. So again, with the, the monthly event that's coming up in December, again, they are working on some really good programs to address the um, bring down the diabetes mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. inside of our community. It's really, Stacy. it's so big that um, if you look at the data, it would make you cry. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. As far as us in the ER, the mortality rate and us having our high A1Cs and that's just in Harvard County. Mm -hmm. um, so be on the lookout for new broadcasts that um, will show up in probably February because we're mm -hmm. still behind the scenes trying to build that up to make it better for okay. our community. Look for our monthly events. Um, if you are a community-based organization or a church and you would like for us to come to you with any of the title programs that you see listed on the Facebook page mm -hmm. or our webpage, you can call me. You can um, reach me uh, at the information that um, Dr. Stacy will provide. Um, and we will make an arrangement to meet you. We will make an arrangement to partner with you to come out and do our programs. We have a lot of great titles. And if, every time we come out, remember, we are looking to put do our best to be a spirit Absolutely. of excellence Absolutely. and you will walk away with something fantastic. So just stay tuned to our Facebook page and web page on where the Minority Health Program will be next. Fantastic. Is there anything else that you're going to be doing without, within the community besides? Um, I, I know that you are. Uh... I did forget one thing. Sure. Um, so again, the Snacks and Facts is going to be at the Village at Lakeview, December 30th, um, from 11 to 2, I believe. There's okay. going to be a flyer for that. Look on that page. Yeah, so we're going to post that flyer as well on, on our Business Suites of Brass Mill page. So there's and two other things. Mm -hmm. um, I've also, I am a member of the Habit of Grace Rotary, where they do their wellness series. And their wellness series is a little different from what we do in our bi-weekly broadcast because we know that they reach a different audience that we don't reach on a consistent basis. Yes. So they'll be, they'll have a series that comes out on Wednesdays um, okay. twice a month. And that flyer will be on the health page. Um, the next place I'll be is, Oh, Kwanzaa. So okay. Kwanzaa, I partnered with the Habit of Grace Colored School Foundation. It's a museum in, of course, Habit of Grace. Mm -hmm. And that is December 29th from 11 to 2. Let me tell you something. The history in that building is amazing. It is amazing. Um, please fantastic. come take a free tour. If you have not gone there, they, mm -hmm. if, if you here, Harford County, Baltimore County, whatever county, if you have not gone there just to take a walk through and, and look at the history, you're, you're doing yourself a disservice. Yes. So Go. they're going to be... and so. Along with Kwanzaa, they're going to be highlighting the life of Dr. Charles Stansberry with Kwanzaa. They're going to be playing a game of Kahoot, and they're going to have door prizes. We oh, will have Kwanzaa cool. ambassadors, which are young people. It's going to be a whole vibe. I would get there. I already know that you're going to be off. Your kids are not going to be in school that week. 
Mm-hmm. So show up. There's no reason you can't come. No reason why you can't come unless you don't have transportation. And we understand that. But please make your way out there because um, it's going to be a family oriented event and it's going to be fantastic. And not only that, we're just showing them a piece of their history. We're sharing, we're sharing history. As when you walk in that door, you you feel you feel the the history. Is this is hitting yes. you? Right now. You definitely feel it. My mom went to that school, so yeah. So and and they're they're natives of Harper County. So when I, I always try to get to different programs that they have over there. Um, one of the things that we talked about, and I'm gonna we're gonna go is this. Try not to make yourself too busy for for what you believe in and the purpose you stand for. And and like I, I just love showcasing Harper County because. Great people and great things come out of this little hidden jewel called Harford County. We're a diamond in the rough here. Yes, uh, very much so. And no matter where I go or where I travel um, or whatever show I'm on or whatever I'm doing, I always, always, always let people know that I am from good old Harford County, born and raised. Mm-hmm. Um, I see uh, one thing that I read on your bio, you are you you have several brothers and sisters as well as I. And, mm-hmm. and, and we all have come from these, these, these families that, that just have so much. Cause I, I never forget, you know, it's at my house, it was never less than 14. My mom didn't have 14. She had seven, but when she bought mm-hmm. the cousins and, uh, and everybody it was never less than 14 people in our home. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I just want people to know that great things come out of those prop improv areas. We, we, yes. we are, we, there's a lot of success coming up out of, out of Harford County and it, we are building the way. We're, we're building a way and we can't forget mm-hmm. about that. And we can, no matter how high we go, we can't forget about where we came from. Yes. And that's I great. also want to lastly give a shout out to my pastor, um, Bishop Erwin um, Schofield. We call him the people's bishop at Infusion Church in Abingdon. And I am a minister there as well. And yeah, so I'm bringing that up because I, I, I they, they have to know where, where you are, because not only are you leading um, in the community, but you're leading souls right back to as, as he as he offered up such to do such, and it can be a better person to do that. But you, like I said, you are always um, day one. Uh, when I first saw you, um, I saw wow. Christ. You, Christ showed up in you before you opened your mouth, and that's the way it should be. Because he oh, says, serve, serve his people. And that's what we're out here doing, serving his people. And you do a phenomenal job at it. But I just didn't want to highlight what you do in the community. I want to also highlight what you do at your church. So can you just tell us a little? Because a lot of people don't know. Yes. You know, I, I just became a licensed minister. It's something that I've always had in my heart to do. Yes. And, you know, with life being the way it has been, you know, it wasn't a rush to be licensed or ordained. But now that I am, it's still everything becoming full circle. In God's timing, all things do work together for good yes, to them does. that are called according to his will and purpose. So, yes, Infusion Church is in um, constant friendship. Um, it's uh, we, part, we share the church with Sovereign Grace. Okay. And that's in Abingdon, Maryland. If you're familiar with where the BJ's is, mm-hmm. that's exactly the church that we utilize. And, I have to, um, come and it's a, I have to come and visit. Tell us, tell us what times your your church services are for those who want to come and visit. So uh, the the church services are from uh, start in the afternoon at twelve thirty mm-hmm. because we partner with the church, sure. um, Sovereign Grace, and so the services are from twelve thirty to maybe two two thirty. Mm-hmm. And let me tell you something. 
I would encourage everyone that is looking for church home. I'm not saying leave your church. Absolutely. I'm I saying hear I hear don't, don't do that because see, God has already assigned you a shepherd. And Absolutely. if God has assigned you a shepherd that is feeding you, please be where God is leading you. Mm-hmm. And also, if you don't have a church home, I would encourage you to come out to Infusion Church. And the reason why I'm there and not in the city is because the Lord called me out here. Mm-hmm. And I felt as though that I wanted to be able to send others there. If someone asked me, well, where do you go to church? You know, where do you, you know, you prayed for me, but where do you worship? Mm-hmm. I wanted to be able to send them someplace. You want to provide them a covering. Yes, yes a place where you can here. have a covering. So, and yes. So and it's a, mm-hmm. I, just, I just wanted to highlight that because um, it's a part of knowing your purpose. Yes. And, 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 you, and you waited and you were obedient. And sometimes uh, we, I just talked a little bit uh, to a high school class about being patient and waiting for what God has for you. He will. He, it'll, it'll come. Um, it will come. It will come. But sometimes, you know, us in the flesh, we just don't want to wait. And you you know you deserve it. Why are you, why, why are you picking her over me? Um, you just have to have that patience. And uh, they said, well, you know, you just became all these things like at 48. But you don't know the preparation that I did. Have no clue. Or uh, waiting on him. The journey. Have no clue. And the that's, a, that's and a whole, I Stacey, that's time. a whole message yes. in itself. People have no clue they have no clue because they don't they look at where you are right now Mm -hmm. and they figured that oh hmm, that's nothing i i could do that i can replicate that but they have no clue where you came from Mm -hmm. to walk in the confidence that you walk in now and i tell you i keep coming back to you don't know my story you You know don't know my story don't know you just don't know and and that's why um again i i had to look back over my life and I'm telling you, and I had to think things over. And and then I came back again. And, I, and you know, God will allow you to do it again and again and again and again is until you get it right. And I'm so thankful yeah. for that. You He's know, long suffering. I, I, I am so thankful for God that just gives us multiple chances and just and, get, and forgives us as we go along the way, because we we have to understand, you know, with our purpose, we may not have done it the right way. But God will trip you up and make you sit down and he will he will have a conversation with you. And, and, and being in the health industry, you know, like I said, I, I thought that I was a superwoman with an S on my chest. Until he sat me down October 6th of last year and said, hey, you know what? You just suffered a massive heart attack. And mm. granted, granted, my mother died of a massive heart attack. She had wow. colon cancer at first. She beat that. She had stage four colon cancer. She, wow. When I tell you she rocked it, she won, she beat it. And then a couple of years later, she died of a massive heart attack. Wow. So that, when they gave me that diagnosis, I was like, oh, no, 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 no. You're not talking to me because... There was no signs. There were no symptoms, but there's always signs, always symptoms. But I was ignoring them or I was catapulting them onto something else. And I think at that time I was moving. I was moving. Miss Felicia, I was moving so much that I wasn't. And I think I want to share with you. I wasn't hearing from God. I wasn't hearing what he wanted me to do. So he said, Mm -hmm. you know what? I've already set this path for you and you're going to straight. So I'm going to sit you down. And he did that. But it gave me an opportunity to regroup, revamp myself and come better. And that's what all that's all that's all with knowing your purpose is about, you know, accountability for where you're going in your journey and how you served. 
That's why I said it was so important when you said that to me and early on, like you, you came from a serving family and we have to continue to serve in any yeah, capacity, it doesn't stop in any capacity. If you're out here and I'm talking to the audience, if you're out here and you're and you're, and you're working at Walmart, you're working at Subway, you're working wherever, continue to serve. And serve in, 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 in the willpower that you don't don't serve in where where Dr. Stacy's serving or or wanting to do that or where where, where uh, Minister Felicia is right now. Just serve in your capacity and in your way. Mm -hmm. That's what you were designed for. That's what your makeup was for. But I had to highlight you tonight. I could not. I, could I not appreciate not. you, Stacy. I really do. I really really am honored. And we're going to have you back on because we want to keep bringing you on to tell tell our community, our followers about the great things that are going on. So we'd like to bring you back in the spring of the year because I'm sure you guys will have some new programs following up through that. I'm we'd like sure. to bring you back. And we'd also like to hear about how God is using you in your new line of ministry and your and your, your calling. You already you always had the calling, but now within the entitlement of doing God's work. So we want to hear more back from you. You think you'll come back on our show and just give us enlighten us. It'll be in the spring. <laughs> I, absolutely. I'm, I'm honored. Um, I will be back um, whenever you um, send out the invitation. And as it's as not as so much that my schedule is always packed. It's always I got to pace myself on how I get things done. So I'll be very glad to come back whenever um, the Lord leads and it's it's timing. I'll be back. Is there anything you want to share with the audience tonight before you before we go? Um, anything that you that, that that God has put on your heart to for the for his people? I'm not going to just say those people, his people. Well, you know, Stacy, you're asking timely questions and I'm not going to um, belabor the time. Being sure. On, but I want to encourage every listener out there that when God has purposed you to do something, don't ignore the call. Mm hmm. That's the first thing. And second thing is good things take time. I'm 50 years old and walking in a purpose that I did thought I was going to be doing in my 30s and 40s. But God ordained a time such as this. Do not be discouraged. Do not get weary and well doing. In due season, you will reap if you faint not. I promise you, it doesn't matter how hard it gets. Do not give up. Keep moving forward. God promises, God's promises are yea and amen. He does not lie. He's not like man. He's not trying to trick us. He's not trying to devastate us. He has a very good plan for you. So anyone listening and the small snippet that you heard of my life, um, be encouraged that God's got a good plan for you. Keep moving forward. Be encouraged. But we thank you tonight. I'm telling you, you dropped some amazing nuggets tonight. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm just so grateful to have been in your presence for the last almost hour now. Um, my son, my son is telling me, yeah, mom, she, she, she's, she's fantastic. I said, I told you so. Yeah. <laughs> I told you so. So you. tonight we just, uh, we just thank you again for coming on, know your purpose. And um, we, we have created a slogan just a couple of weeks ago that we're going to run with for the rest of the year. Together is better. Absolutely. Together is better. Um, and, 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 and that's, and I'm going to be highlighting that slogan and thank you so much because us being together, it, it made all the well hour better. 
It really did. Timing Absolutely. is of essence. And, and it is, it is, it has been a wonderful hour to share with you. It gave me my downtime and, and, and you have graced me with so much. And I, I just want to tell you again, we appreciate you and congratulations on all your endeavors. And I know you have Thank so you. much more. But we're going to say good night, audience. If you have any questions for Miss Felicia, she uh, you can leave them in our comment box. She will be able to see them once the show is shared. Um, and if there's any comments or questions, uh, we're going to leave some email addressing for her so she can make sure she's addressing those comments. Um, again, tonight, if there's anything that you need to leave in the Business Suites of Brass Mill, we will forward those comments to her. I'm sure she will have, if she doesn't have an answer, she'll find one for you. So let's Absolutely. stay within her, let's stay within uh, the path of her so that way we can get these questions answered. Um, we do get bombarded a lot with a lot of questions for, for, our, for our guests. So give be patient. Give us about 24 to 48 hours because she is a very busy person, but I'm sure um, she does not I'm have a problem answering any questions. So, Ms. Felicia, let, we, we'll let you know because um, you're going to get bombarded, I'm sure. Absolutely. I'm, 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 I'm totally fine with it. I'm just awesome. glad to be able to um, be a blessing to so many. And again, Stacy, thank you so much. I'm honored. So thank welcome. you to your son and, um, so and your team. Thank you so much. So we're going to close out the show. We want to say happy holidays to everyone. Um, shows will continue, um, but we just wanted to give that love out. Um, one of the great things that we're doing here at the Business Suites of Brass Mill, we are now sponsoring three families for the holidays. We have teamed up with Chef Stacia over at Mason's out there in Aberdeen. She is a new, inspiring entrepreneur who's done great things for Harford County already. And we just partnered up with her. She's going to do the meal and we're going to do the other added expense here at the Business Suites of Brass Mill. So if you have not gone on, if you're a family in need or you know someone that's in need, please, by all means, uh, fill out the application so we can get going on what you may need. We want to provide something great for you and your families for the holidays. So if you want any more information, please give us a call at 410-297-9300. That's here at the campus of Brass Mill. We are also on property from nine to five. So you can come in and let us know what your needs are. Again, this is just something that we want to give back to the community. We give back all year, but we wanted to just highlight three wonderful families that are in need. So again, have a wonderful, wonderful weekend. Get out, stretch your legs, do something fun, find something. There's always something great to do in this little hidden gym called Hartford County. Thank you guys. Have a good night.